Hey, Stu, your rent's due, motherfucker. Hey, Aries, you heard about that new uh, podcast app called Anchor? I sure did, Andy. Guess what? It's time to pay some bills. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. And they have tons of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And we know you know about that money, Jew boy. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go download your Anchor app now for free, or you can go to anchor.fm to get started today. Can you feel it, baby? That money? Yeah. And don't be pulling that falling down the stairs shit on me, you hear? Andy. Who's there? Oh, Steve. <laughs> oh, Steve who? That was it, nigga. Just oh, Steve. <laughs> Why are you interrupting the music? <laughs> you Sometimes got me. I think you have the, yeah, nigga, you the most unrhythmic nigga on the planet. <laughs> Can you dance? I know you can. Nah. I'd love to see you try. I would pay money to see that. Uh, no, you wouldn't. <laughs> I might I might want my money back, but I'd pay I'd pay to see it. All right. Uh you ready? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Lorenzo Shepard. JCVD versus Steven Seagal. Uh what up, A&A? Long time listening to the podcast and my third time writing in. Last time I wrote, you two were high off your asses. Wow, that was a while ago. <laughs> that oh, was. Well. Yeah. Aries, I know you how you feel about Sly and Arnold, but do you guys, but who do you think has a better movie catalog out of Jean-Claude Van Damme and Steven Seagal? I do this for my shidoshi. I recently went down a Tubi rabbit hole watching a bunch of their movies. Keep up the good work. And as a longtime listener, it's good to hear Andy grow throughout the podcast, even though I couldn't stand him at first. (laughs) But after you had the skinhead who had a Jewish wife, I finally understood how Andy could try to see the world through both lenses. Sorry for the long email. Peace, Lorenzo Shepard. Lorenzo, this is a good one. This is a TV dinner man's man's email. Because, again, when you think of the top action stars of the 80s and 90s, yes, the big three, the, the, the Jordan Magic, Larry Bird, is Sly, Schwarzenegger, and Bruce Willis. Um, but Van Damme and Steven Seagal crept their asses in there. 
Um, but here's the thing with both of those guys. Both of them, in terms of their early work, was great. Then they both eventually made their way inside that 99 sit bin club. <laughs> um, along with Wesley and, 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 and Sly more than Arnold. But, but they eventually all got to straight to DVDs. Um, but there was a peak. There was a peak moment where with both Van Damme and Seagal, they hit their, their, they were at the best they could be, the most mainstream, mainstream, mainstream movies ever. It didn't get no better than that for them. So I want to say, and Andy, get ready with your phone because I'm going to need you to look something up. Um, Steven Seagal, when he was at his absolute best, his, his, he was at his peak ponytail powers under siege the movie he did with tommy lee jones and uh gary Busey, where he played rybeck the chef that knew how to kill you with a fucking spatula um van damme when he was at his peak and he was at his best best most successful crossover i have arrived movie was time cop now, before that, both them motherfuckers, when they early work, both of them, like, look, I know both by, by, by Van Damme, Bloodsport and Kickboxer were my two, were his two first, I think it was his first two movies. Uh, and of course, I was in my teens. And like I said, I went to go see Kickboxer with my boys. We was all teenagers going to the movies without our parents. And Kickboxer was the shit. But Bloodsport to me was... Van Damme's early work that was phenomenal. He hit his stride with Time Cop. Now, this is where I'm going to need Andy. Seagal, prior to uh, Under Siege, he did, just like Bloodsport and Kickboxer, he did Mark for Death, where he killed a thousand Jamaican niggas. Um, who do it? The white boy hot shot? Um, But there was one before that. His very first one, Andy... What's Steven Seagal's first movie? Uh, let's see. Uh, that one, but it was that one. Above the Law? Mark, yes. Above the Law. 1988. Dude, Above the Law and Mark for Death. was, well, And there was one in between, Hard to Kill, that was a big one. Hard to Kill? Yeah. Oh, you could throw that in there, too. Because in the early part, everything leading up to Under Siege, everything Steven Seagal did leading up to Under Siege was badass. Under Siege was the championship. He won the ring. Then from there, shit started going down. Same thing with Van Damme. Before Time Cop, a lot of what he did, he couldn't miss. Time Cop was the championship. Then from there, it started going down. Well, So to answer your question, who had the better movies? If I had to pick between the two, I'm going to go with Van Damme. And I love that joke Pablo Francisco used to do. He did a joke where he would do the guy with the movie voice in the 90s, in the summer. He did that. He did this one joke where he does Van Damme. And he goes, 
It's Jean-Claude Van Damme doing the same shit you've seen over and over again. <laughs> because it was the classic Van Damme doing the split. You always saw him do the, the split. And it was the same in the air 360 back skin kick, back spin kick. So I'm going to go with Van Damme. Um, so Steven Seagal, when, when he did, uh, what's the, what's the, uh, under siege, there's, uh, the, the female that's in there that pops out of the cake. Mm-hmm. She was a playboy. I think she was the playboy of the year that, that year. So really, uh, there was a lot of credit that I gave for using her, Erica Elkin or something like that. I don't know, but it was, but anyway, great she, titties, by the way, what? Great titties, by the way. Yeah. So, uh, but at the time, at the time of those movies, I might have said, I might have went with uh, Steven Seagal at the time because one, uh, you heard that uh, Von Dom was kind of an asshole, and two, he hurt somebody. Two, on a, whoa, 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 whoa! Steven Seagal was the asshole. Well, the asshole, but you didn't hear about it outside Hollywood. As much, but you heard about it, yeah. But uh, Van Damme, Kevin Hart tells the famous story about the time somebody on the movie set literally choked the shit out of him, meaning yeah. he shitted on himself when he got choked. <laughs> literally choked the shit out of him. Well, uh, Van Damme actually hits, kick, uh, kick someone and hurt them, like fucked on up. Purpose, not on purpose, not on purpose. purpose, but it, he was he was going over what he should have been doing, and he hurt somebody. So at the time, I, I wasn't a Van Van Damme fan. Looking back on it and who ate who how it aged better, Van right. Dam. That that ponytail, uh, that whole uh that that the 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 line, whatever what do we call that line after the that they say something and then they say, you know, the oh like the the, uh, the, the callback corny, line. Uh, the callback line, yeah. So if, so so in other words, if uh Arnold Schwarzenegger is fighting somebody and he shoot him in the chest to kill them and they fly off their feet and land in a chair. Have a seat. Yeah. yeah. Von, Van, uh, 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 Steven Seagal's was terrible. Those were the worst. I remember when Patrice went, uh, at what point, when did Seagal stop doing karate? <laughs> like he, he got old and all he would do is walk in at 500 pounds with his arms folded, say a couple of lines and stop doing karate. Yeah, uh, he's uh, he's an interesting character, though. He was like a producer, wasn't he? That decided to become an actor. I don't know his backstory. Anybody seen Richie? Where's Richie? Anybody seen Richie? I, I, I don't know. I, I just I, I don't like him. <laughs> I heard he's not a likable guy. And then he did all the the cop he smacked thing. Kelly LeBrock around a little bit. Yeah, well, and that was one of the reasons I liked him back then. Is like this dude oh, because he slapped Kelly LeBrock around a little bit. No, because he was actually throwing it in Kelly LeBrock. That was his girl. Oh, okay. And okay, I was like, oh, I was like, that was the first time I ever thought maybe I should try to do something in Hollywood. I was like, so this weird dude with the ponytail writes, produces I mean, listen, movies. Hold on, hold on, hold on. But you know, especially when they first started. And and Steven Seagal was at his slimmest, trimmest. Yeah. He was a sexy motherfucker, man. Because he was in a movie where he's a tough guy. On the street, I don't know that anybody would... He, 
Charles Bronson played tough guys his whole career. He wasn't handsome. No, but he was he a tough sexy. guy. But women liked him because he was a tough but, guy. But, but but that also came from an era where sex appeal wasn't first in Hollywood. Well, you could look like a bag of shit and still be the lead. But you had to look. But Bronson had an edge, like a hardness to him. All action guys do. And that's sexy to women, though. Yeah. I don't know that Bronson per se Bronson, was sexy to women. Bronson is kind of in his own category. He really is. Right. There is, there's no one else like him that made a who Ernest Berg, Borgnine. I mean, that's that's that era that he came from, though. Those, those guys, those but Eric, Ernest Borgnine was never an action star. No, but he played he played a heavy like he was still a tough guy in some of the stuff. He did. Mm, but Not, nah, he, he wasn't carry even, a movie. No, he no, he wasn't carrying. But, you know, what's funny is Van Damme and Seagal all had that one move. Remember, Seagal's one move was the fucking clothesline chop. Yeah. Where he would fucking do the clothesline, chop you in the neck. And the soles of your feet touch the ceiling. Well, you you seen uh, Seagal's new videos where he's all in his karate thing and he takes the gun out of uh, a dude's hand. And it, I have not seen Seagal in I don't know how long. Dude, do you have any way to look that up on YouTube right now real quick? I can't, but I will, though. Oh, uh, Dude, it, it's going to make you laugh your ass off. And like, he's fat and shit, right? He's fat. He comes in and they're, they're treating him like he's a big star and a big karate guy. And right. he, he just disarms this guy. But if you disarm, if you try to disarm a guy like that, you'd just be dead. <laughs> I heard I heard a lot of real martial artists say that they would kick the shit. Like you could kick the shit out of Seagal so easy. His shit is more movie flash yeah. than it is actual martial arts. But although Van Damme also did have skills, there there was I never a- I, I never bought into Van Damme as a true he's another one that they go. Man, it's all movie shit. Yeah. He's that, not a martial artist. No, that's why that's why they were mad that he hurt somebody because he was trying to go above what he could do. But isn't he the one that did the movie with Rodman? Isn't that the movie? Yeah. yeah. And Dane Cook's in that. Yeah. You know, I give some credit for that. <laughs> Listen, dude, I swear to God. And again, no homo. Not like I was looking, but it, you could see it. And fucking Bloodsport, I, I, the funniest shit. This was the most vain moment it's to the point where I know, or I don't know, but I feel like Van Damme said to the director, I wish I could do a Van Damme impression. When you shoot this scene, make sure you keep coming on my ass for a minute. When he gets done fucking the blonde chick and he goes to pull his drawers up, there's a pause, there's a beat where it's like he didn't pull his drawers up till the director went, pull your drawers up. Like normally when you put your underwear on, you, you put your legs, one in each socket, and it's a smooth one motion. Yeah. He had the drawers hanging at the bottom of the cheeks, and it was like, action, one Mississippi, now pull up. <laughs> he wanted to make sure you saw that golden toasted ass. <laughs> maybe maybe he had fa- female maybe fans. Maybe the Belgium niggas pull their drawers up like that. Maybe he had female fans that requested that the ass be in the show. Nah, nigga, nobody knew who the fuck he was. Bloodsport <laughs> was his introduction. Well, but he wasn't famous back at home, like in Belgium. Belgium don't count. Okay, <laughs> that's like somebody on on Instagram told me uh, when I, we were arguing goats and basketball. Somebody said, "Man, y'all doing all this Jordan, LeBron, Kobe? 
what about Tim Duncan? I said, bohemian niggas don't count. You can't smell like fish and got sand in your toes and be a goat. Besides that, though, just for whoever said that to you, Tim Duncan was the most effective player that played within the scheme of basketball. He didn't change the game. Nah, and so he you, walked around, and he's from a place where you wear choker necklaces, okay. seashells, and you're wet all day <laughs> with sand in your toes. Bohemian island niggas don't get to be goats. <laughs> <laughs> all right, but so you're so we're both Van Dam though. No, you said Seagal. No, no, no. Back when I was younger, I would be Van Dam though. Today, looking back so, at it, it's Van Dam because right. Seagal. Right. So you that, think he had the better movies? Yeah, but and, and when you said it, Bloodsport, Bloodsport was the introduction. That was the big deal. Man, that shit was dope. Yeah, I, I did this I, for my shidoshi. Yeah, yeah. That's Seagal's movies are like a a girl that you met when in, in like high school, and then you see her like thirty years later, and she didn't age. Right. She didn't age well. Who? She and you find out she didn't age well. You're like, what nah. chick is this? Any chick, like it's like a chick that you that you. Oh, dude! Speaking of which, oh my god, I saw an Instagram nigga a picture of fucking Apollonia. What she Minnetonka. Yeah, what does she look like now? Oh, dude, that neck, straight, <laughs> perky nigga. <laughs> See, that's why you should have, that's why women deserve and should be understood a little differently. And because it's unfortunate, like, like a guy ages and he gets older and he gets old looking, but there's a distinguishedness about him. Sean Cutter. Women don't get that. Yeah, nah, son. In order for me to want to fuck Rue McClanahan, I'd have to be as old as Rue McClanahan. <laughs> You'd have to be older than Rule McClanahan. Yeah, nigga. It, 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 it's an, it, this is why, this is what upsets women. <sighs> Darius Davis. <laughs> and the caption is, Andy is listening. Yo, what's up, Kings? Uncle Andy, I'm proud of you, bro. I see you got those Annunciation flashcards. <laughs> I set you. My ass <laughs> off. You haven't been doing all that stuttering shit lately so keep it up my nigga yo Aries I was watching Scarface on Drink Champs and he said something that made me immediately think of you the host asked asked him to do other rappers put him at the top of the list when it comes to the best rappers he said they don't unless he's in the room with them and he puts pressure on them is is this the same for you in the comedy space also what's popping with your daughter's R&B group are they still doing music? It was fire. As far as I know, they are, dog, because I still keep paying for it. <laughs> and I'm waiting for some fucking uh, results and some residuals. Uh, so are you a producer on this? I don't know what the fuck I am. I'm the money man. You should be. You should get a producer, produ producer credit so that you make your money back. Do you see why I keep this bagel eating toucan Sam beak nose motherfucking Men in black wearing motherfucker on my team. Damn. Everybody needs a Jew. <laughs> um, lastly, man, I know y'all are here. I know y'all hear it every day, but I 
Really appreciate what you guys do every week. This gets me through the day sometimes. Just wanted to give you guys your flowers piece. I want to make sure I understand his question in comparison to comedy. The host asked him, do other rappers put him at the top of the list when it comes to the best rappers? He said they don't all unless he's in the room with them and he puts pressure on them. Is this the same in comedy? Um, I'm going to let Andy answer that first. Is it the same? Well, I think there's a tendency if you're in a room with someone that you you know has status that you, you know, are you in, you you tend to throw them in there because you're in the room with them. But it's, it's hard to, but you can't put everybody on the list. There's only, the list is so big. Like you always, I like what you always say, you're, you're Mount Rushmore. Because if it's only four, right. if it's only four, it's hard to put everybody in the room on the list. But if you're not one of the ones on the list, even though, you know, you won't do it, a party you wants to go, why not me? Yeah. Or maybe I'm, that's just my own vanity. Like when I did the Russell Peters podcast and I said my top, you know, my Mount Rushmore. I forget what the rapper's name was, but one of the rappers, was, I think it was Mad Skills. He's like, dog, you don't put Kane on that list? And I'm sitting next to Big Daddy Kane. And I grew up on this nigga. And I told Kane to this day, I'm the B-I-G-D-A-D-D-Y-K-E-N-E. Good and plenty. If, you know, I... I know this nigga's lyrics, but if I'm being honest, I'm not going to kiss his ass and go, yeah, Big Daddy Kane is in my top four if he's not. But I still give him his respect. Yeah. And let him know where he falls in my life. But as far as no. But most people, when they are sitting next to someone. It's called ass kissing. Yeah. They try to like, well, you know, yeah, you know, I'd probably throw you on there too, but. I mean, and that sounds like bullshit. It is bullshit. You struggled when you said it. Ah, you, ah, put you on there too. Well, that's what I mean. That's how people, how, right. how they are. I mean, listen, I'm with you every day. And if I had to do a Mount Rushmore, let me do my countdown. Prior, Chappelle. Now I have two left. Before you answer, it's not going to affect your, your future employment. But go ahead. <laughs> But do you get one of those two? Do you put yourself in the top four of all time? Again, I if you're not counting Richard Pryor or Eddie Murphy, and let's go with the young right now. Dave Chappelle, he's 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 God rest his soul, he's gone. But if he were still alive, absolutely. Patrice O'Neill, Bill Burr, and I always said Tommy Davidson. Do I think I'm a better comic than Tommy? I don't even want to say better because Tommy's his own beast and I can hold my own with him. I think I can hold my own with any of them niggas except Dave and Patrice. Because they go hard. And when I say go hard, I don't mean in terms of the comedy, even though I, I know they go hard. Just they're, 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 especially Dave. His work ethic. Nigga put out, what, five specials in a year? Yeah. Five Netflix hours in a year? A year or two? I don't work that hard. If, if you go today and you said Mount Rushmore, I think you put Dave in there and then everything else is subjective. 
it, but if we're being technical, Dave is subjective. And Man. it's all subjective. Dude, but I, but you'd be crazy not to. I don't you'd know. You'd be crazy not to. I don't know how you could list the greatest comics right this minute that are living, that are alive, and you don't put Chappelle on hey there. Hey, man. Hey, man. All you got to do is YouTube. Go to Dave Chappelle clip. Scroll down. You'll find it. Man, he garbage. He ain't never been funny. <laughs> so what happens? That's why it's subjective. But is it, are they comedy fans? What difference does it make? You know, well, it, a little bit, a little bit because it, he's garbage. Now, when you, it, it, it's one thing if you go, he's kind of funny, which to me is still preposterous, but to say garbage, nigga, <laughs> that's an extreme. That is a, you stuck the landing. Garbage? That'd be like going, hey, man, how's pussy feel? Horrendously awful. What? But that's you could go. You you could go. It, it ain't my favorite thing to do. It, I don't put it to the front of the line in terms of pleasure, but it's up there. But if you went pussy is garbage. <laughs> oh, dude, turn in your man card, hand in hand in your Buffalo Wild Wing coupons, <laughs> take off your Davy Crockett raccoon tail hat, and the Man's Association is going to scorch your bitch ass. To the to the fucking state line, but if you the, ever show your face in this town again, you'll be arrested upon sight. But why I'm saying it's subjective, I think it's pretty easy for you to name two or three comics and put them in the top, and then you can put anybody in the room in the room on your list because it is subjective. Right. That's all I'm saying. Right. Uh, you know, but you have but because personal taste actually comes in, but there's, there's certain rules that I think you have to follow right now. And I think if you don't put, if you don't have, if you're a comic fan and you're into comedy and you don't have Chappelle and Burr on the, on that list, I don't know that I, I I believe in your list. Right. So then the next two are whoever is, is, is the reason I say subjective. If you're sitting in the room and someone said, yeah, and Ari Spears, it's easy to put you in there. But when, it's as you said before, and we we've talked about this. When people say, "Yeah, you're in my top three, that's that's a big deal to be in someone's top three, right? But when if somebody they, says I'm in their top five or ten, that's a big deal. That is a big deal. But when you say top three, that means out of all the comics that they listen to, you're on their you're in whatever they have. However, they get comedy, you're in their car. Listen, people go, people go, and you know, there's a million fish in the podcast sea. For those that go, y'all are in my top anything. Yeah. Yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, but I'm just. Because what I do from there is go, now imagine if we had the right backing. Now imagine if we had a bigger audience based on we were accessible to more people. Because again, when you stop and think about it, we're still babies in this. You know, we start to turn into toddlers, nigga. But, you know, we're still young. So imagine if we had all the right shit. I, I firmly believe, and this is not me being cocky in any way. I firmly believe if we had all the right shit, the right backing, the right everything, we would be one of the top podcasts. Because in terms of what we do, how we do it, and I still go, 
there's a there's a dying hunger for for raw, real, that hard shit, and I, and that honesty, and along with you know, it's one thing if all we were were jokes or all we were were was informative, but to be able, to be able to do both, it's a hard juggle, and I think we juggle that decently. You know, I can't. We we approach things completely different. As long as I'm having fun doing this, that's how I look at it. I know that you look at it differently than that. Right. And that's that's the only way I can look at it. And I get to do it with you. I mean, that's that's not something I thought I was going to happen. So I, I enjoy this for that. Uh, I don't know where we are in that in in that. But I like again. Like you are significant in the, the fact that you've done this for a long time. You understand this business and play and placement and how it works. For me, I'm still just I'm happy to be in the room. I, I mean, I, and I don't mean to be. I, I'm not trying to be. Uh, you know, like you. Yeah, but at some point, if 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 the room is an orgy party. I need you to not just be happy. I need you to pull your dick out and jump in. <laughs> I understand what you're saying. I need you to jump in the butt naked mosh pit. Nigga, but I, and I keep slamming in the bodies till you get in the But at the age that I started this, I never thought I was going to be anything but a green room guy that got to hang out with people and, you know, have fun and enjoy, you know, whatever amount of life that I had left and you know, make a little bit of money, maybe pay my bills. That's really all I thought I was going to get. So I'm excited to be doing this. I'm not saying that it's not important to me. I'm saying that I can't believe I'm getting to do this. So for me to try to quantify what we do, it's a little bit more difficult for me. You see it a little bit differently because you have the advantage of looking at it from a different viewpoint. I'm still in the, in, in the, in the mass group of people trying to get in line to get in. You're you're in. There's a difference. No, nah, I'm not in, but I'm 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 breathing heavy on the window. <laughs> so where you could see fog on it. <laughs> and I look perverted. <laughs> All right. Uh Abel S. Romy. Uh one day I'm gonna be able to say that motherfucker's name smoothly. Pause on all the gay shit. Yo, ANA, what's wrong with this dick in the booty ass nigga, Rocksteady89? Talking that homophobic shit to my guy, Aries. LOL. Real niggas don't want to watch naked dudes, period. It's gross. <laughs> Makes a nigga skin crawl even thinking about it. But black men are constantly attacked with white propaganda of being homophobic. When in reality, black folks are very accepting of the, and then he puts the initials, L-M-N-O-P community. I don't know what that that is. Do you? Uh-uh. L-M-N-O-P. Anyway, he goes, uh, community, from everybody's flamboyant choir director to the auntie who's had the same roommate the last 20 years, LOL. That's funny. That is. Uh, we just don't want to watch that weird shit. Plus, we love seeing two bitches fuck. A&A, how do you feel about every show slash movie pandering forced gay storylines that has absolutely nothing to do with the plot? We've touched on this a little bit before, but I'll, I'll say this. I, I agree and disagree with what you said, because uh, while we do have the that's hilarious, the auntie with the same roommate for the last 20 years, while we do 
have the flamboyant choir director or the gay cousin or uncle or whoever else. Yes, we have it. Yes, we know about it. Yes, we know it exists. But I say like I do in my joke, the black community is one of the most homophobic communities in terms of races on the planet. And, and, and I don't want to speak wholeheartedly for the, the Muslim community, but I hear they're pretty strict, too, or, or, or a little over the top with their, uh, what's the word, uh, their, I don't know what the right fucking word is, their, their low tolerance or, or, or not being able to tolerate it at all. Well, um, it's against their belief. It's depending on the group of which Muslims you're speaking of, because they're not, that's, that's a definite, just like any other religion, there's all levels of it. Uh, it can be uh, frowned upon all the way to, uh, to where they, uh, in Saudi Arabia, they don't, you're not allowed to be gay. Yeah, it's de- it's punishable by death. Right. So I, I was trying to. You were trying not to say that. I was trying to be political about it uh, in a way that uh, I am not very knowledgeable on who is. Uh, on, on I'm not knowledgeable on which group of uh, in the Muslim uh, faith is that harsh on it. So that's why I'm, I'm, I'm treading lightly. If I knew who it was, or I could say this particular group is that, then I would say it. But since I, I, I don't have that knowledge, I'm trying to be careful because I'm not trying to put anybody in a place that they're not supposed to be. So that, that, that's yeah, why. I don't, yeah. I don't want to beat this nail over the head. Cause Lord knows we've touched on this a million times. And, and rather recently in one of the most recent episodes, when we talked about uh gangs of London, we covered this. Uh, so I'm going to just say the, the bottom line for me is what it's always been. Uh, as long as you're not hurting nobody, denying rights um, and treating people properly, you do have a right to feel how you feel in terms of being uncomfortable. Uh, whether your uncomfortability is based in religious reasons or just personal reasons, you should have that right. As long as your beliefs don't, you know, uh, infringe on anybody's well-being uh and rights um you know uh but i i i I, again you know i didn't watch the bet awards um but i saw the clip you know having little nas x perform on stage and then dunk deep tongue kissing a dude on national television this is where it gets tricky because if it's all right for a man to do it with a woman, then in theory, it should be okay for a man to do it in front of a man. I just know I don't feel uncomfortable watching a man do it with a woman. That, 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 uh, what's the word? That, oh God, I'm, I'm getting a case of the Andes. Uh, that, uh, normal, you, Andy, common? No, 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 no. We, we, that, when it's done, it's done to an extreme, like like that. That graphically, yeah. If that if that's the right word, I, I just you know maybe if he'd have pecked the nigga, okay, I'd like oh okay whatever. But the deep tongue kiss was like oh my god. But okay, so let's 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 take this though from what you just said, and I know you don't want to beat this up, but let, let's just say when you're doing jokes 
Sometimes part of it is to get the attention or to, I'm not saying shock because I don't think you use shock value for your jokes, but I think sometimes you say things like the Martin Luther King joke gives you a little punch, like a jab so that you are really paying attention. Correct. Right. So you don't think that that extra that they put on that, that kiss, that Nas X thing, you don't think that's to go, Hey, this is who we are. This is a little extra. Take this home. This is so next time you see someone giving a little hug or you see two guys walking down the street, you've already saw this. So that isn't going to bother you. That isn't going to bother you the same way now. It's going to bother me all the time because it's just something I'm not feeling. Like when 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 Britney Spears tongue kissed Madonna, that's not who they are. That was for shock value. But that was that was MTV. Look at this. And, and honestly, the Nas X things, that's who he is. Yeah. But you did the Britney Spears Madonna thing. Did it feel weird, though, to you at all? Nah, it did to me because it did, like you just said, it wasn't who they are, who, who they are. It, 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 didn't, it, it felt very staged. Pass, instead of passing the torch, passing the tongue. Yeah. Madonna was always wild like that. Yeah. Britney's young and wild like that. She's part of the new generation coming up. This is the old tongue to the new tongue. It just, and it's MTV. It's the awards. I got it. It was a show. That Nas X shit was like, nigga, like, without lights, camera, action, this is what I do. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think this is a complicated. It's probably too complicated. It's very complicated. Uh, and it goes to feelings and what's comfortable. I think it's very funny when you talk about a gay delay something to make uh, straight people feel like this is coming up, you know, be prepared. Here it is. There it is. There it goes. All right. Back to regular life. I, I think there's something very funny about that because it isn't what's common in a straight uh, heterosexual household um, where you feel comfortable with it. And I get that. I understand that. But when I'm watching a movie, if it goes with the plot of the movie, it doesn't take me out of the movie. When there are moments when as, as who, who just said, who, who sent this letter in to you, this uh, email? Albe S. Romy. Romy. When, when they do it, when it's done for the point of a following up on the agenda, you can feel that in there too. And that's, that's different. I, I, I think they're, I think as, as artists, people try to push the envelope and sometimes uh, the envelope needs to be pushed. And other times I think you're just doing it for the sake of doing it. And that doesn't come across the same way. Uh, like in, in, in this gangs in uh, London, I didn't feel that. I felt like they were trying to establish that this is who he is. And this is what oh, I totally got was. that. Yeah. I totally got that. That was the context. Yeah. So I didn't, t- it didn't take me out of it. That it really let me did. ask you this though, but let me ask you this though. Like when a child sees his mother and father kiss, you know their reaction. Ew. But they also can go, that's my mommy and daddy. Yeah. Right? And I'm, I'm, I'm trying to say this as delicately as I can. Not like I'm really trying to make a point. It's more of a question. So please forgive me. And to the woke people, if you listen to this, which if you listen to this motherfucker, by now, you ain't woke no more. We don't put you to sleep and woke you up where you need to be. But... <laughs> A child can maybe look at that and go, mommy, daddy, my parents. 
Yeah. Ew, but it makes sense. When a child sees two dudes kiss like that, do they do are they more or less going, what's that? Or they just as look at it just as what how do you how how is that interpreted? I, I don't know how I, well let let let's let let's let's go two parts on this. Let's say that you are a, a gay kid and you're trying to come to terms with the fact that you're gay and mom and dad are kissing. And meaning your 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 real mother woman man man woman your mom and dad are kissing All right. but your, the kid is gay and he, he has these feelings of being different and he doesn't see anything that makes him feel normal now he's just this out until he sees that that is something that happens I see where you're going with it. that's a good point he's out so that is reaffirming that it's not, he's not, there's, he, he's a deviant or that he's a mental case or that he, that there's other people <laughs> like him out there uh, to the point of what it does to, uh, to kids. I think kids are pliable. And I think when they see that, then they would understand that uh, if they, if they were growing up in a house that had two moms or two dads, they would understand that. And the conversation would occur. And then I would assume, assume that, you know, you would explain uh, that that there are families that have a mom and a dad instead of two moms or two dads. And the the reason this has to happen this way is because in heterosexual relationships, moms and dads don't ever explain that there's kids out there that have two moms or two dads because it's the uncomfortability. So after a while, when this becomes more comfortable, I think that you can have this conversation and the two aunties can actually say that they're roommate, that they're not just roommates, that they actually love and care about each other. And when you see when you see two people that love each other, regardless of their sexuality, there should be empathy for that person and what they go through so that they can they can be together. And that's where we are. We're adjusting to this right now. And there should be empathy because it's hard. Think about all the things that are hard in anybody's life and then to throw that on top of it. And, you know, I, I do understand uh, from the different levels of what we go through in our own struggles. And some people struggle more than others. And some people uh, have to go through more than others. I, I think there should be empathy, though. For you should feel that you should feel that struggle that those people have to go through. Uh, and when I say those people, I mean anybody who struggles, whatever the struggle is that you have to go through. There's always empathy. You've had this. Everyone in this world has had to struggle at some point, and they should uh, they should feel for other people that feeling that they have when they see what other people are going through. I, I don't understand how you can't. This is where I am different. Uh, and when people say that I look for the other uh, through the other lenses, I'm just trying to understand people. That's it. So I, I, I'm I'm at this point, and I wasn't always here. That I'm I'm getting to the point where I'm trying to get to this place where I can understand it and have the empathy that I should for anybody who goes through struggle. That's it. And that struggle had always made me uncomfortable, and I'm at the point where I'm finally. Uh, able to look at a television show and go, that doesn't take me out of it because this is the character. This is the movie. But there were moments in my life where it was really difficult or it made me uncomfortable because it wasn't what I was told was supposed to happen. I don't know if you, uh, if you're up on it, but you know, the rapper, the baby, uh, no, 
You don't know you don't know the baby? You never heard of the baby? Yeah, I've heard of it, but I don't know anything about what's going on with the baby. Yeah, he just did a concert recently and he got pulled dropped by a bunch of his sponsors and some tour dates in certain countries. Cause he basically was on stage and he said, uh, everybody put your lighters up in the air. If you ain't got no HIV or none of them diseases that could kill you real quick. And if you ain't a dude sucking dick in the parking lot. And as we, right when I, before I read that last email, my manager, Jeff sent me an email about that and said, this is where we are now. But, uh, yeah, those were his homophobic comments. And, and when you look at the clip, a couple of people threw water bottles at him on stage. But he's one of the most popular young rappers out right now. Yeah, but I haven't heard. I I, I saw a, a something on a, a news feed about it, but I didn't read it. And that's yeah. what it's about? Yeah. Okay, but to his point. see oh, it, to it, his point? To his point. Uh, you know, you <laughs> can. Wait. Geronimo. I don't. Ha- I don't have to make it straight or gay on that. If you're not out in the parking lot sucking dick, that's pretty. You're doing good. But he said. But when you first start the comment with, big shout out to all the motherfuckers that ain't got HIV or that shit to be killing motherfuckers in a matter of days. Now this is where it gets. We playing tricky games, because listen, he could have been talking about heterosexual people. Didn't have to be gay. No, I'm. I'm. But I, I'm. I'm associate. Yeah, go ahead. But, go but, ahead. but 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 if this were the '80s, that association might automatically stick. Now in 2021, you're going, man. We we've come so far with age and AIDS information, AIDS HIV information, that you know nobody's thinking, or it doesn't have the stigma it had in the '80s. So he could have been talking about. Anybody, but wink, wink, it feels like he wasn't. And then when you follow that up with, if you ain't a dude sucking dick in the parking lot. Now, when you do the math, yeah, you go, come on, man. And there's some common denominators in there. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, but a big shout out to all the people who, you know, who don't have HIV. I mean, we're, we're, we're working hard not to have it. That's a good thing. Uh, but right. when, like you said, when you get to the... When you uh, when you apply dudes not sucking dick, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. And but we, uh, well, here's my question, and this is where you you started saying um, the black community is hobo- homophobic. Why? Why is he? What's the what's the message? What's the necessary reason for saying any of that? On his part, yeah. What 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 was the accomplishment? Uh, I don't know. So then, th- th- then that is completely. If, if that's the only reason you said it is because, uh, then that is a homophobic rant because there's no other reason. Th- there's no other reason that you could put that out there. What? What would? What's, Let me ask you this because you you know this one too. I saw the there was I saw the 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 picture way back, the video, uh, the baby was taking a picture with a male fan. And like most dudes do, people do, they don't even think about it. Sometimes take a picture, you pose, put your arm around somebody. The dude put his arm around the lower part of the baby's waist and the baby slapped his arm back. So, and I remember the video with an ice cube. But the dude put his arm around, he put his elbow up on his shoulder and ice cube told him, don't do that. Now, 
Ice Cube to me feels more like a cool thing. Like I'm I'm too cool for that. Yeah. But when you hear the baby's comments, and now when you think about that video, that feels more like I don't play that gay shit, man. Yeah, that's a man touching a man, and that made him uncomfortable. Right. Where, like right. with with Cube, I think it's more like uh, we ain't boys. I don't know you, so we can take a picture, but don't touch me. Yeah, I'm not. I, we don't know. We, we don't know each other. Don't you know? So right. yeah, that I understand, and that's what Cube felt like to me. That's what that felt like to right. me when I saw that. Yeah, the, right. it is different, and it. But the reason it's a problem for him. Is because it, it it's un there was no even if you have if you were uncomfortable there's a difference between being uncomfortable with someone else's sexuality which I got to admit if some if two dudes came while if I'm sitting at a bar if I was at a bar and two dudes just came up right next to where I was sitting and started making out I don't care what anybody how many how mad anybody's going to get at me right now it would make me I probably wouldn't be comfortable sitting there. I can't wait till you hear the new joke I'm doing. So, uh, <laughs> but, but to be really honest, if, if I was sitting there and a guy and a girl just came up and sat right next to me and just started making out, I would probably think that was a little weird too. So, I mean, just cause I don't know why you would come over and write. Uh, I'm, I'm, I don't know that I would think it's weird depending on how graphic it got. Yeah. I might go, God damn, but I'm also waiting for a titty to pop out. Right. But I'm like, I'm not, I'm probably not going to get up and move. That's what right. I'm saying. Yeah. So right. even though I don't think either though I think both of them are a little weird, I would I wouldn't probably get up and move. That being said, that's my that that uh, that's the uncomfortability fact, and you can have that. I think you're allowed to have that. Now, if I if I, if I, if I <laughs> but if I if I got up and I said, "Hey, what's all this gay shit right here?" That's a different story. God, dude, you you are literally. You are literally saying my punchline to my new joke. Yeah. I'm telling you, Andy, I can't wait till you see it. Yeah, I want to hear it. Um, all right. Can we move on from this one? I think we better while we still have some career left. Yeah. Hilarious. While I hear you gulping hard. <laughs> Big shout out to all the niggas that ain't suck a dick in the parking lot. Cut to Andy. <laughs> all right. That is a Seagram's Diet Ginger Ale, by the way. Oh, so it's less gay. Yeah. Diet when it's less gay. Uh, Chester's channel. Hey, guys, this is Joe. I'll try to keep this email short. Uh, all right. Uh, I've first heard about you when I was 30, when I saw a 30-minute comedy set of yours on Comedy Central sometime in the 2000s. You did impressions of Jay-Z, Snoop, DMX, and I think Shaq, too. Then I found out you were on Mad TV, which is one of the funniest sketch shows I've ever seen. Thinking about that show and watching some videos on YouTube got me wanting to ask you a question. Did you still keep in touch with anyone from the show? And what was a favorite sketch of yours? Also, what was your favorite sketch from the show in general? I have another question, but I'll ask it another time since I don't want to take too much time reading the, of you reading in this email. Uh, oh, fuck it. Uh. I've been to L.A. a couple times in the past. I've been to LA a couple times in the past three years and or so and have only been to the Ha Ha Comedy Club. I wanted to check out the comedy store, though. My question is, have you or Andy ever been to the Ha Ha Comedy Club or another other comedy clubs in L.A. other than the comedy store? Thank you for your time. Take care. Stay safe and hope you guys read this on the podcast. 
P.S. A couple of weeks ago, I remember listening to an episode. And in that episode, you had a rant about people not getting the vaccine. Just want to know, just want you to know I'm fully vaccinated. Got the shot, people. LOL, Joe. Uh, like I said, Joe, my main club is the Laugh Factory, but I've been to all three of the main ones. Comedy Store, Improv, Laugh Factory. I've been to the HaHa. It's a nice little workout room away from everything else. Kind of subdued. Um, What's the other one that's in like, uh, it's kind of in the, it's not in the same area as the HaHa. It's north of it. Flappers. That's the other one. Oh, I never even heard of that. Yeah. Yeah, I never even heard of that. That's out there. That's that's the other one. Yeah, I've been at an ice house in Pasadena, which is another cool one. Yeah, that's in Pasadena. Um, yeah. Wizard of Lost Footage, Mad TV, where I played the, the slave uh, and, and, and the Wizard of Oz sketch. One of my favorites. Um, my Everything I've ever done has been phenomenal. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything with, with Mo Collins, a lot of what Mo Collins did, Will Sasso did, uh, me and Deborah, that's my girl, reality check was almost, was always fun. Um, but yeah, yeah, I hope that answers your question, brother. Dude, I, I saw you posted something the other day with you and, uh, Bobby Lee. Yeah, when I did Michael Jordan. Yeah, the Jordan one. That that. Yeah, and I, I wish I had done it now that my voice is deeper and better. Uh, I just think it's funny when you're in in some of those with Bobby. You guys seem to get along good. Then I mean, I know that it's a sketch and you guys are acting, but there seems to be no animosity in those in those in those feelings. Was- We're professional, baby. Professional. Right. Um. I wish I wish the last dance, I wish the timing was such where I was on Mad TV and the last dance had aired because in that Michael Jordan skit, uh, the last, the premise of the skit was because he was with the Wizards and he didn't have his rhythm yet. Uh, everything he did, no matter how unsuccessful or successful, he was bombarded by paparazzi. I so love it. started out as a press conference. Then I dropped my keys trying to get into my car. So that they met me out by my car in the parking lot. Then the last one was of me having sex with Juanita. And uh, when the sex was bad, she gets up from the bed and goes to the bathroom. And she goes, that was a foul shot, Michael. And as I'm starting to make my way out to bed, I, the, the reporters all come in. And it was like, Michael, 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 you, you haven't been able to knock boots with your wife like you used to. What is the problem? I wish Last Dance had been on because I'd have said, you know, I don't have to do this. Uh... I'm only doing this because I am, because of who I am. Uh, it, it's how I have sex. If you don't want to have sex that way, then don't have sex. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I wish the timing had been better. Uh, maybe you should just make that sketch on your own now. Nah, the joke's already been told. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, that would be the only beat, so... I think I think there would be a, a a fun video just to have uh like remember the McDonald's commercials where they had uh Jordan and uh Bird Larry retired Bird. and they're making fun of Barkley cuz he's still playing. Yeah. But if they did that now and it's like a progression of Bird, Barkley, Jordan and maybe a couple other players <laughs> making fun of LeBron cuz LeBron's still playing. 
Chasing yeah, that'd be that'd be that'd be that'd be awesome. Chasing that ring in the in the in, in Jordan going, you know why he's doing this, right? So, yeah, I I just I don't know. Mike doesn't seem like the kind of person who likes to poke fun at himself, though. No, no he, might, I, he might he might take himself a little seriously. Yeah, I think he has a shitty personality. I really do. Like, I don't think he would be fun. No, 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 no. Let's not say that, though. You, you don't know him. You never hung around him. Dude, unless you're one of his boys, like, I mean, in the inside, in, like, the Armand no, Rashad, no, I don't, no, I don't I think he's say fun. That. Dude, I saw the clip where he was on a, on a boat with several dudes fishing, and a random boat of people came by and was screaming his name, and he was very polite. Yeah, because he's the brand. So what are you saying? If the, if if the, if the, if the, if there was no camera, he'd have been an asshole. I'm not saying he'd be an asshole, but I bet he wouldn't be a personality. He seems like he's very private, and he doesn't. He ain't there. I, to- I, I I think he has his moments, like everybody else. I recently saw a clip of LeBron with his wife leaving an Usher concert, and his fan just rushed him. And LeBron gave this motherfucker a Heisman Trophy stiff arm to the chest. <laughs> like, get back, motherfucker. Yeah. And, and of course, 98% of the comments were, hey, man, you just don't run up on somebody. Right. There's a place at a time. But then there were a few that went, yo, what an asshole. This guy is the, the greatest moment of his life. He sees you. You're in the public eye. You couldn't stop to take a picture yeah, but or his, give an autograph? Yeah, but his wife isn't. His wife okay. isn't that that that's the difference. I'm not and I'm not saying that Jordan's an asshole. I'm just saying I don't think he'd be fun unless you're one of his boys. I just don't think he'd be fun. I don't know. I think that nigga is, you know, for so many years, he kept his body clean. You get that nigga some tequila, a couple of them cigars <laughs> and you put that camera away. Dude, I'm telling you, I've said it before. That is one of my. If I if I rubbed the lamp and a genie said you got three wishes, one of them would be let me hang out with my liquor, cigars, no cameras. Again, any motherfucker that go like remember in the last dance when Randy Brown made the joke about, hey man, you said you wanted them tickets from God, and Jordan goes, well you just got them, and and, and Michael goes kidding, and Randy Randy Brown goes no he wasn't. Jordan goes she. <laughs> That is a old school nigga thing. My, my uncles and daddies did that. Any nigga that goes, shit, that's a real nigga. That's an old school nigga. Make that play, you fathead motherfucker. You can't shoot shit. You, why you keep fucking up that play, you big head motherfucker? Bitch, ho. Mike without them cameras is fun. I think... That he's fun to the people that are around him. And when you said something like you, and, and I think this is true. Damn, I'm, I'm, I'm probably, I'm putting too much of myself out there on this idea. Cause I, I don't know what I'm talking about when I say this, but I think that every, every famous person out there, every person that has uh, people following them around or excited to meet them. I think that if you approach somebody, right, like you said, cigars, tequila, whatever it is, and you get them on the right day. Yeah, you can rent their personality from them for a few I hours. I like that. Rent their personality. But I don't think that, you know, that. And then I think a lot of people think that they're boys after that. And they're not. 
And I, and I think it's, I, I, there's just, when you've gone through as much as someone like Jordan has, I just don't, I think that's a tough deal for him to let go without, even without the cameras to just let somebody random just walk in and be like, cool with it. I, I, I there's too much that's going not, on. Not, not, not random, but if you know somebody that knows somebody that know him, I think he'll accept you as like, this is I'm, my guy who I know is vouching for this dude who I don't know. So fuck it. If my dude says he's cool, then come on. You that's, get to rent my time for a second. Yeah, but that's some black shit right there, too. What? That my boy vouches for my boy and then it's there. Everybody's nah, that's boys. some white shit, too. Yeah. White people don't just randomly powerful white people don't just randomly hang with motherfuckers. They don't they don't ever let those other people in powerful white. They, they don't. They they just don't. And yet at you, all. Nah, they really don't. I, I mean, I, I've been around family and been able to be in for, like I said, rent some of that personality for a small amount of time. But they, they just it's they don't. They just don't. They don't because I'm it's not, too much. I'm not going I'm not going I'm not going to challenge the GTA Andy <laughs> Steinberg that knew some millionaires, billionaires or whatever the fuck you yeah, I'm not going to challenge that. I, I just I, I just don't think that they, they let people in. But that's just me. That's me. And maybe it's it says more about me than I'd like to admit. Maybe I wouldn't let anybody in is what it says. You of all people? Maybe not. Maybe I'd be at that point where I wouldn't trust people. Oh, shit. Okay, you mean if you got to that level? Yeah. Well, right now, come on. Everybody can come hang out. I'll put the sofa. Okay. On, I'll put the sofa on the patio. Let's let's have some fun. The sofa on the patio. Dude, that's the Mexican shit right there. What does that mean? You've never been to a Mexican neighborhood where they have a sofa right on the front porch? Oh, I thought you said soap, nigga. No, sofa. Sofa. Sofa on the patio. I was like, soap on the patio? Yeah, man. What party is this? (laughs) We all gonna get lathered up and somebody gonna slip off that bitch. (laughs) How much time we got? Uh, We're there. You got one more? Are we really there? We only read like four. Yeah. You got one more? Yeah, I got one more. I wanted to read at least a couple more. but All right. Let, well, let's read a couple. All right. Nico Craig, second time emailer. What's up, ANA and the bitch badge holders? I wrote in previously, and I just wanted to say again, keep up the awesome work. Aries, my guy, what the hell is wrong with the people from Mississippi? <laughs> I'm originally... <laughs> uh, tell him about the gun line, bro. I'm originally from Clinton, Mississippi, but I now live in Springfield, Ohio. Exactly. You got the fuck up out of there. So you know what the problem is. But I now live in Springfield, Ohio. Now, which is 42 minutes from Columbus. You had me weak when you told Andy that if you had to move there, you'd kill yourself. That shit had me, had be dying. Not to say me, but you wrote had be dying. See, that's what's wrong with Mississippi. <laughs> had be dying. At work, me and my homie Cheston uh, be listening to you and Andy on a daily. We are running back through the PC for the second time, and it's just getting even funnier every episode. You should do more of Arnold, Jason, and all them in a skit. Again, that shit be comedy. That shit be comedy. Exactly. Tell him with a gun line, bro. <laughs> How much that CD was? What a year. That shit be comedy. And now, Andy, congrats on the engagement. Thank you. Send me a link to the registry to send you a gift, bub. 
You really are coming a long way, my guy. And I'm proud of you. Let me know when you guys are making a trip out of out to Columbus. I'm trying to come out to see both you and Aries. Much love and respect. I just picture Andy by himself running on a track course, uh, doing hurdles uh, with the Special Olympics t-shirt on <laughs> and the hat with the chin strap. And it's just an army of supporters going, come on, Andy. You got it. Come on. You've come a long way. And they're all holding McDonald's bags <laughs> and balloons <laughs> to celebrate your finish. And you're not racing against anybody. You're not jumping the hurdles. There's no competition. It just it's finish. just you. <laughs> and it's a sunny day. And as soon as you break the ticket tape, you just hear, ba 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 ba. Yeah. Anything you want to add? Uh, no, man. Uh, I, I, we, uh, but he's in uh, near Columbus. We, I love. I like Columbus a lot, man. That is the. That's the Ohio. That's I my favorite you, that's Ohio. My favorite. Yeah, that's my favorite of Ohio's, man. But uh, was, there was something I was going to say. Oh, I was listening to a comic. I was. I was just going through YouTube, and I was hearing something, and someone brought up Jacksonville. Right. And, and dude, I. I <laughs> apparently, you're not the only one who feels this way about Jacksonville. Yeah. Florida. No, no, not Jacksonville. Jack, Jackson. Jackson, Mississippi. Yeah, Jackson, Mississippi. Yeah. That's where we were yeah. when you... Uh, yeah, which is where my mother is, is birthplace. Yeah, but she left. She got the fuck up out of there. Oh, listen, most smart slaves want to escape. <laughs> they know the education is better in, in the North. The opportunities are better in the North. But then some slaves become so comfortable with being slaves, they stay. Um, where's that Geronimo door? I'm All you gotta do is say it, Geronimo. <laughs> <laughs> Let me read this last one, which is disgusting fun. Um, this is from my boy Leroy Furious. It's been a while. It's been a while. Leroy Furious with another question. What's up, guys? This question is for both of you. Here we go. Would you rather slurp? five tablespoons of applesauce out of Lizzo's asshole after she jogged for 30 minutes under 103 degree Louisiana sun? Or would you do Brett Butler style jokes in front of 10 black Israelites? (laughs) Dude, as much as I'm going to go, this ain't easy. This is easy. Um, give me Lizzo in Louisiana hot applesauce. Because <laughs> uh, them Israelite niggas are crazy. I might not leave there with my head. Um, yeah, give me the Lizzo asshole. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think... Uh, I think the Lizzo asshole could actually uh, add flavor to the hot sauce than to the, I mean, the applesauce. Ooh. I don't know that it would be good flavor, but maybe like a, I don't, like a truffle. <laughs> I think the applesauce would be very fattening. 
Uh, it's only it's five tablespoons. Five, nigga. How many? How many? How long do we have to do Red Butler for, though? Nigga, I don't know, but I ain't fucking with them black pirates of the Caribbean, nigga. <laughs> Them niggas are crazy. When I'm thinking about it, I'm standing in that subway in Tampa. (laughs) Right. And you're white. I might have to get a chance to get out if I play the black card right. But you are white. You are the devil, nigga. You better go with that. Is a hole, nigga. Your only chance to survive. Is it slurping out like face on cheek or do you get a spoon? Face uh, <laughs> <laughs> on cheek, nigga. I'm fuck the spoon, nigga. I'm flat. <laughs> I'm, I'm flat, nigga. Like them motherfuckers do the the hot dog eating contest. I'm getting sauce juice all on my ears and shit. Just I'm just pitching Lizzo in that uh <clears throat> that scene uh where she's the stripper in uh what was that movie with the uh, Hustler. Yeah. <sighs> this is all the way uncomfortable, nigga. I might be dead, man. I might try the You gonna do the Israelites? I might I might try the <laughs> <sighs> Nigga, you are finished. <laughs> Uh, no, I think it's Lizzo, but I'm going to bring a little bit of whipped cream or something to put in there, sweeten it up. Okay, let, let's get off this uncomfortable topic. <laughs> let me read one more, uh, Baba Boy Mookie, just so we can end on a semi-decent note. Because um, <clears throat> I, I forgot he sent me this, and, and this is great. Uh, this is our boy Mookie. He goes, I cheated. James Brown lyrics, episode 179. I know you said... Don't Google the lyrics to Out of Sight. But how could you not, nigga? The lyrics are this. Now, remember, I told you when we first did this episode yeah. what it sounded like. Ain't nobody do you right. You know you're out of sight. You got a sweet nigga. Keep me on nine. All right. These are the actual lyrics. Okay. I'm going to say them with the words. And what's crazy is when I, when I, when I, when I, when I read them and then I remember the song, it works. Okay. Here it is. The lyrics are get your highest sneakers on. It's slipping new. Get your highest sneakers on. And you're slipping new. You're more than all right. You know you're out of sight. The second part. You got to shake that figure mama that's keeping me uptight. You got to shake the figure mama that keep me uptight. You're too much. You know you're out of sight. Now I'm going to do it with those lyrics. Got your higher sneakers on. It's slipping new. Got your higher sneakers on and you're slipping new. You're more than all right. You know you're out of sight. Dun, 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 dun. You gotta shake the finger, mama. It's keeping me uptight. 
You gotta shake that figure, mama. To keep me uptight. You're too much. Wow. You know you're out of sight. I still don't know what the fuck he's saying. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? Okay. You got your highest sneakers on. It's slipping new. Got your highest sneakers on. And you're slipping new. You're more than all right. You know you're out of sight. What the fuck does that mean? It's not even about what it means. It doesn't sound like that at all. At all. <laughs> now, I'm telling you, when you go watch fucking YouTube it, get on up. The part on the fucking show. Forget the name of the show. But when you go, you got to shake your figure, mama. I didn't hear that at all. <laughs> I heard you got to be in the door. What if he didn't write any lyrics? What if he just came out? He didn't said that he said whatever he said, and then he just went and people go, "Well, you know, we need to put lyrics for this." And so he goes, "All right, all right." Ain't nobody do you right? Wow! I don't know, brother. I don't know, man. It sounds like when I talk to Siri. Or when I'm trying to right. put, put in my talk to text. Right. And then it just says whatever it wants to say. Right. That's what that is. Right. Jesus. He, he said it and someone in the office wrote it down and that's what they wrote down. That's what they wrote. Yep. It has nothing Even to do. Even though he didn't say that. He, it has nothing to do with what he was saying. That's funny. <laughs> what did you hear? I thought it said, get your higher sneakers on. <laughs> Dude, that's a skit. What'd you hear? Get your highest sneakers on. That's the skit, dude. That's the skit. Crazy. All right, man. That's fucking nuts. All right. You know, you know why he did it that way, right? Because that's how he gets pussy. Exactly. (laughs) Ain't nobody do you right. That's how I get the pussy right. You. All right. Uh, Who's up? Who's up? Um, hold on one second. This is, I don't know how the fuck to pronounce this first name, so I'm going to spell it. C-Z-A. I would pay money for you to go, bitch, be quiet. <laughs> she's, she's, on a, she's on a real call. Like with the like a, a lawyer call, right? And I want to do it so bad. <laughs> Damn, that would be great. What kind of lawyer is this? Bitch, be quiet. All right, C Z A T O R R I E Garrett. Um, artist name Kazatori. Instagram one T O U P A C. Twitter number one T O. U-P-A-C, which spells Tupac, but a different way of spelling it. Facebook, T-O-U-P-A-C, Garrett, pronounced Tupac. Something to ride to. All right, there it is. Something to ride to. It's, by it's, and it's Tupac? Tupac, yeah. Yeah, white oh, like Tupac, not Tupac. White people. Yeah, right. white, people, white people can get this now. Okay. And this is by Kazatori. 
All right. Uh, something to ride to. So enjoy. Listen, before we go, uh, as y'all heard, we're going to be in Buffalo uh, August 12th through the 15th. Then Chicago. Uh, in Chicago after that. In Schaumburg. Then Pleasanton. And uh, Tommy there T's, we go. Pleasanton. And then uh, Raleigh. Uh, Raleigh, North Carolina. At the improv out there. All right. At the improv. And uh, as always, any questions, concerns, comments, please hit me up. Harry Spears 45 at Hotmail. Support us through Spearsburg Pod for uh, Twitter. Spearsburg Pod for Patreon. Spearsburg Pod for YouTube. Spearsburg Pod for Instagram. And uh, don't forget to cop some of these T-shirts, man. The $10, a lot of money. Or you could hit up my website for the McDonald's tees, uh, which come in white and black and Utah, white people's Africa, uh, which only comes in black uh, through either AerieSpears.com or any time that I post, hit the shop option button and get it there, too. And my, uh, anything on your part? My website's under construction. You can get to it, but it's not right. Uh, we're redoing it. It's revamped. I got my, uh, the person who does our graphics, uh, are, is, is taking care of it. It's going to, it's going to look good when it's done. Uh, so I'm excited to get that out there. It should be up in a couple weeks and, uh, all my, all my merch will be uh, available. So we'll see what happens here in the next few weeks. All right. There it is. Enjoy. Turn this bitch all the way up. That in my baby like Billie Jean When you young with you black They tell you anything I wasn't born with no silver fork When I jumped off the porch You could say shit to me So fresh so clean clean. I took the roof of the yak yeah. Why she keep blowing me kisses She need to be sucking some dick I'm trying to get blue off the mouth It's a luxury just to fuck with me Mike Pull up to your fish fry Bring it big vibes Say that's in empty thighs Look around like this shit Why I don't get tired Cause I got big dick energy Four in the morning, we got to be rocking Six in the morning, I'm up like a pilot Oh, I got big dick energy Big dick energy Oh, I got big dick energy Big dick energy Oh, I got big dick energy Yeah, big dick energy Oh, I got big dick energy Big dick energy Yeah, grip on wood, drip this good Bitch, you wish you could I mean, my bitch look good Got shit too good V-Lone off white look good I do it if the price is good. Life is good. You can't take what's in me from me. I look good. Check it out. I just cash out on a lot of blue bitches. Cost it so low, got a squad to get in. Green light. Already know it's a go. They respect me. They welcome me all in this city. You fuck with me just so you fuck with me, nigga. Back up. Ain't none of them touch me, nigga. Back up. I'm not with the fuckery, nigga. Back up. You know what's up with me, nigga. Bitch at McDonald's, me loving me. Hey, I got my shit for the free. I got a fry and a drink. I'm cool as you'll ever be. I find my shit. Now nah, I'm a celebrity. Yeah, I gotta watch what I say. Nah, fuck them. I'm not what you think. Hey, freedom of speech is not for the weak. I speak what I think, and this what I think. This what I think. I'm cool in the dick. It's too fucking irrelevant. Fresh as a peppermint. All of this evident. I pulled your bitch in a bonnet, nigga. I got a hook on funnage, nigga. Yeah. CC Chanel. Yeah.
That's how I get pussy. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>